0: Only one game it's The biggest game the like. It's the for one last time, Tampa Bay. Let's go! Oh man, <laughs> that's gotta get you. I, even if you're a Bucks fan, if you're a Chiefs fan, if you're a fan of football in general, that has to get you going. Now, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 149 of Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Listen, this episode was supposed to be special. It was supposed to happen last Wednesday. I wanted to have Colin in studio. I wanted the battle between Colin and Batch. I wanted Bill versus Brady. I wanted System versus GOAT. But it wasn't able to happen. Unfortunately, I got hurt and I had to be hospitalized. Everything's fine. I tore a muscle in my back. But the show has to go on. A lot of people have been hitting me up and asking me what's going on. I've been stuck in bed. I haven't been able to reach out to the people that I need to, but with the help of my lovely, beautiful, wonderful wife, Abby, she helped me get down to the stairs, helped me get into the podcast room, and now I'm going to give you guys a Super Bowl preview. So if you follow at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast, you'll see the work that has been put into making this studio look fresh, look clean, the walls are painted, the lights are up, 2021 is set up to be a big year for the brand. I'm excited for it, but i got to start this podcast, as I just said, with the Super Bowl. I mean, you've got the, the defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I know there's only going to be a limited amount of people that are going to be able to be there as far as fans go, but it's still going to make a difference. Trust me. The first time ever it's happened, people are going to be loud and people want to see Tom Brady. Now Vegas, the official line has the chiefs favored by three. So if you are a betting man, let me start by saying, take the bucks at plus three all day long. This game is going to be close. Both of these teams, whether it's a shootout, whether it's not, they're very evenly matched. So you've got to take the points. That's what you got to do. Now, I'm going to break this game down position by position, and then I'm going to give you the team that I think will have overall the advantage to win because, man, it is razor, razor thin, razor close. Let's start with the quarterbacks. That's what everybody wants to hear. So, obviously, it's hard to pick against either of these guys. You've got Patrick Mahomes, won the Super Bowl last year. He's averaging 36 points per game in playoff games that he has started, which is ridiculous. He has made unbelievable plays look routine. He does constant no-look passes. He can throw on the run. He is trending to be the next GOAT. I'm sorry I'm going to say that word way too many times. When I say GOAT, take a drink. (laughs) But speaking of GOATs, as the great Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you've got to beat the man. Tom Brady is the man. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's played in more Super Bowls than any other quarterback. He is about to suit up tonight into his 10th. That is insane. He has won six Super Bowls. He is the man. I could legitimately go on for days, but I will say this stat, which is 33 wins and 11 losses career in the playoffs. You've heard all the stats. You've heard all the hype. In all honesty, I'm going to have to give this as far as an advantage goes it's lame, but I'm giving it a push. I'm giving it a push. I know it's kind of lame, but there are things that Mahomes can do physically that Brady cannot do at the age of 43 or maybe ever. Mahomes has more ways to create plays, whether it be with his feet on a broken play or bombing a no-look pass for a TD. But then on the other side, you have Brady. He has been there before many, many times and will have his team ready for battle, just like he did against Green Bay last week on the road, just like he did a couple weeks ago when he was going against New Orleans on the road. No one is better at pre-snap reads than Brady. He will audible into the perfect plays. He will make the throws he needs to. So I'm going push on quarterback. That's final answer. (laughs) That's the way it goes. Moving on to the running backs. This one I went back and forth on. This one was kind of hard for me to pick because... Tampa Bay, you look at it and you go, man, they got a good tandem there. Leonard Fournette, they got Jones. Fournette has shown these playoffs that he can catch passes when he needs to. He can pound the ball pretty well, but not amazing. But that's why you got Jones. He's a great complement to Fournette because he's better at running between the tackles. He's powerful. He's got a little bit of elusiveness when he needs it. But I think the real threat for him is at the goal line. He could be a big factor in this game. Obviously, Brady... You got to add him into the running thing because he can do that goal line sneak and that is a running play. So there's that as well. The Chiefs, you look at them and you don't think run. They're not a run heavy team. Certainly not as much as the Buccaneers, but that doesn't mean that they can't be. Clyde Edwards Hilaire was on his way to a thousand yard season before his injury. Le'Veon Bell, who a lot of people are not talking about, this guy's been legit. He is a solid player patient runner that can make plays with his feet he can catch the ball better than almost any other running back in the league in my opinion And they've also got Williams who has no patience (laughs) but he takes the ball he plows forward he gets it going so the Chiefs have a more diverse set of weapons in my opinion at the running back position but also the main reason I'm giving the edge to the Chiefs is because they run guys like Tyree Kill, Robinson, Mikael Hardman on reverses. All of that, the jet sweeps, those all count. Those are all running plays, and I just think that the Chiefs have more ways to hurt you running the ball, and that's why I give them the edge there. So the Chiefs are up one zero. We go to the receivers, and I mean, if the running backs were tough, you know this one was tough, my dude. This is crazy. So I'm actually going to lump the tight ends in with the wide receivers to make it easier for myself, okay? So the Chiefs had two of their receivers in the top five in yards this season. Tyree Kill is one of the fastest, most elusive wideouts in the game. Travis Kelsey, arguably, but maybe not arguably anymore, the best tight end in football. He is dangerous. And the thing where what makes him the most dangerous is he's great on third down conversions and he's great, great, great in the red zone. He's fantastic. Now, the Chiefs not only have them, they've got a slew of guys that are not number ones, maybe not even number twos, but they're great number threes. You got Sammy Watkins. He can make plays when he needs to. Demarcus Robinson is fast as hell. Miko Hardman is fast as hell. And I know that the Seahawks used to be the Legion of Boom, but you might have to rename the Chiefs if they win this game to the Legion of Zoom because these guys are fast as hell. So, With all those weapons, kind of got to give the Chiefs the edge there, right? Not so fast. Not so fast, man. I got to talk this out because I don't even know who I'm picking yet. (laughs) I just wrote some of this, but I don't know. Because Tampa Bay has Mike Evans, they got Chris Godwin, and they got Antonio Brown. Now, dude, that trio to me tops Hill Kelsey and Watkins. I saw Scotty Miller. At the end of the first half in that huge NFC Championship game, catch a 50-yard bomb with eight seconds left. That's a big play, and him showing that he's capable of making that play is huge for the Bucs. I know a lot of people, too, and I hate Gronk. I'll be the first one to tell you. You guys know if you listen to the podcast, not a huge Gronk fan, but this is where Gronk eats. Outside of Gronk's rookie season, he has made it to the conference championship or better in every year of his career that's nuts it is insane and listen it's not a popular decision I'm about to make but I've got to give the edge to the Buccaneers Antonio Brown is for sure a clown but he is a generational receiver Mike Evans is the only wide receiver in the history of football to get seven 1,000 yard seasons in a row and I see the Buccaneers I just think that their receivers are going to make more plays it might be because I have a little faith in Brady I don't know but I just look at the Bucs and feel that their receivers have more to prove. I think Gronk wants to go out on top. I think Antonio Brown wants to prove that he's elite. I just think that they want it more. So there's that. So I'll give the Bucs the edge and wide receiver. Offensive line, this is a big one. Battle of the trenches. And unfortunately for the Chiefs, this one is very easy to me. The Chiefs have been changing and trying to figure out the line combination since week two of the season. Eric Fisher is not going to play because he got injured in the AFC Championship game. And the Buccaneers, they're just loaded. They're, they're, They're not the best, but they're loaded as compared to what they're facing. I mean, dude, I'm sorry, but Ryan Jensen has been solid throughout the season. You got Tristan Wirfs, who they picked up in the first round. I mean, Smith... They've got some guys that can really keep Brady upright, keep him protected, and they can stop those edge rushers. Now I got it. So I'm giving the Bucks huge edge on the offensive line, but that takes you to the defensive line, right? This is another close one. Because coming out of the gates, I looked at this, and I said at first glance, oh, the Buccaneers win. They got it. But they also run a 3-4 system, okay, which is different than what the Chiefs are going to do. They're probably going to have four on the line. So that alone gives the Chiefs a bit of an advantage. But the Bucks trio is nuts. And Dominic and Sue, Vita Vea and, and Goldston, like, that's, that's insane. Like, they have a great three guys that are going to rush, and they're for sure going to make plays. But the Chiefs just have more depth. They got more players overall at the position. You know, Chris Jones and Frank Clark are going to keep coming off the edge. And you got Okafor. You know, you've gotten Gotti. I I just, I don't know. I think the Chiefs have more players. So I'm going to give them the edge on the defensive line. But that moves me on to the linebackers where they are not close. It's the same as the offensive line. And it's the same here with the linebackers. Listen, the Chiefs have Anthony Hitchens. He's pretty good. Keep in mind, I said pretty good. That's about it, man. Everybody else is not worth mentioning. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers have one of the best linebacker groups in the NFL, dude. Levante David in the middle crushing people, making plays, edge rushes. You got Jason Pierre-Paul. He doesn't need five fingers to make a play. I'll tell you that right now. He's got more picks now than he did when he had all five fingers. Shaq Barrett unbelievable wreaks havoc on both sides and by the way when Shaq Barrett came out with that article at the beginning of the week saying he wanted to go to the Bengals and the Bengals were afraid about his injuries oh god that pissed me off but I'm not gonna get super into that not to mention Devin White I mean if you have Instagram and you've been watching the NFL account you've seen Devin White all over the place in the middle of the fields on the side of the field he's making plays making tackles making interceptions the Bucks have a massive advantage at linebacker, and they have a massive advantage at offensive line, and, and I'm telling you that that's scary if you're a Chiefs fan. At cornerback, or we'll just call it the secondary, I'm not going to spend a crazy amount of time here because the more I looked at it, the more I realized both of these secondaries, neither one of them are going to look great. They are going to get torched in this game. They're going against Brady and Mahomes. It just is what it is. If I had to give an edge... I suppose I would go to the Chiefs because, listen, man, the Bucs' solid players are young, and the Chiefs' guys have kind of been there. And how can you not go with Matthew? How can you not go with the Honey Badger? He's always kind of in the middle of something. He's always making a big hit or a big interception or a big play. I I don't think he's going to do a lot in this game, but I think he's going to do some. So I'll give the Chiefs the edge there. Special teams. This is where it gets interesting, okay? Because when you normally have two teams that are this evenly matched, you need something crazy to happen to put the other team over the top. Special freaking teams. How many years have we seen this happen, dude? How many years have we seen a team uh, that might have been better than the other team but then a kick return happens and a muffed punt happens or something crazy happens? That's why this is so big. And this is where the Bucs got to be worried. I was... Going down this list before, right, I was so sure about the Bucs. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? The Chiefs are close in some of these categories, but then where the Bucks are just so much better in these other categories. But in special teams, man, Tampa has given up the most yards per average on kick returns. You don't want that. <laughs> that is not a solid stat for them. And it could cost them big time. A big reason why the Buccaneers beat the Packers was field position. So Ryan Suckup, he's been pretty decent for the Bucs, but I would not want to rely on that guy in a big moment. I'll just say that. The Chiefs have a dangerous returner in Mecole Hardman. Don't give him the opportunities. They better find a way to boot it out of the end zone. They better find a way to not get the ball into that man's hands because he can make something happen. They're a kicker. The Chiefs. Harrison Butker can hit a field goal from anywhere. I know he's had a couple of misses, but I really don't give a crap. As far as kickers go, he's a top five guy, and he could be Dude, he can kick it from 60. He can do things that suck up can't. So the way I look at it, kick returning, Chiefs got it. Kickers, Chiefs got it. The Chiefs own the special teams. So that's a dominant victory for them there. And, you know, last but not least... You got to go to coaching, and how do you not go Chiefs again? And isn't that scary? Doesn't this just freak me out for who I'm going to pick now? So Andy Reid, you'd have to say get just getting here, getting to this Super Bowl, you'd have to put him in the top ten all time coaches. If he wins, he's for sure in there. Um, you've seen him do it with the Eagles. Now you've seen him do it with the Chiefs, and he's an offensive guru that knows how to eat and knows how to make great plays. That's what he does. He looks at his KFC menu, and he's got his menu of plays, and that's what he does. Could he absolutely screw up with timeouts? Yes. Of course he could. Is he going to be good at game management? No, he's going to be eating chicken wings on the sideline. I'm not saying he's going to be good at that. But in my opinion, man, I don't think Arians is close to him. And not to mention, You've got Eric Bieniemy, right? This dude, who is the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs, he ain't going to be there long. He's going to be a head coach very, very, very soon because he runs legit plays. He does things with the Chiefs where I look at him like, what the heck? He's very innovative. He's very smart with how he does it, and obviously it helps when you've got Patrick Mahomes. But I think he could do that with almost anybody. You know, Matt Moore came in last year. And he put up solid numbers because Biennemi had a good understanding, got him to the plays, put him in a successful position, and he made it happen. So we move on to Bruce Arians, and I don't think he's good. I never have. Bruce Arians is, to me, just an average guy, average coach. Basically, he just got lucky. I mean, Tom Brady, good for him, though, was his decision. He wanted Brady to go there. He's not an idiot, and he's an idiot, but he was smart enough to get the best quarterback of all time. The good thing for the Bucs, if you take away Bruce Arians, though, is that Todd Bowles has looked solid as a defensive coordinator. I mean, he's had that defense playing and had them ready to go. The only problem is, I mean, does Todd Bowles tip the scales? Is he good enough for me to change? I don't even think he's as good as the enemy. I don't think he's good as Reed. He's just not good enough. So, Chiefs get the advantage at coaching. So when you run down the list here, right? Quarterbacks push, running backs Chiefs, receivers Bucks, O line Bucks, D line Chiefs, linebackers Bucks, secondary Chiefs, special teams Chiefs, coaching Chiefs. So. Five out of three, the Chiefs have the advantage. But in football, as we all know, anything can happen any given Sunday. It's obviously going to be a tough call, and I might be slightly biased here, but I'm going to roll with Tom Brady. He took a subpar team. I know they had the pieces in place, but he took pretty much that team that was there, and he made them relevant. He had that team ready to go on the road three times to get into this position so that he could have a home game in the Super Bowl. This could be Brady's last chance at this. I think the Bucks' offensive line is going to be the difference in this game. I think they're going to give Brady the time that he needs to make plays. And as my bold prediction, I have the Bucks scoring over 40 points. Yup. Yup. I said it. And yeah, I've seen the stat that's been floating around. Tom Brady teams in the first quarter have only had three points total in every game that he's been in. I get it. But listen, man, I think the Bucks are going to score 40. I think Brady's going to get lucky with a couple screen passes that are going to go the distance. I think that... Evans is going to have a bit of a game. I don't think he's going to go off like crazy, but I think he's going to have a bit of a game. And I think Antonio Brown is going to show up huge. I think they're going to use him on reverse. I think they're going to use him on screens. I think they're going to use him on slants. I think they're going to use him on everything. And I think, honestly, Brady is going to start with those back shoulder throws to him because that is where he's most dangerous and where he can kill you. So don't get me wrong. The Chiefs are no joke. And there's obviously, when you get to this point, it's a toss-up. Either team can win. I just look at the Bucks, and they look and they feel like the more desperate team, which makes them the more dangerous team, in my opinion. I look at Mahomes and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be here every year. He just has that look of like, yeah, I got this. Dude, those linebackers on the Bucks, they're not, <laughs> listen... I hope the Chiefs I think the Chiefs are gonna do more of a run style than they usually do. I don't think they're gonna throw it as much, but I think that's gonna run them into some serious problems. And I'm gonna go with the Bucks with a final score of forty two to thirty eight. That is an insane score. <laughs> that is, that is silly. That is ridiculous. I that's that's ridiculous. But that that I'm not going to say it again. But that's crazy. That's my prediction. Buccaneers win next week. We go back to normal. I'll get myself hobbled down here. Matt will help me, and I will have Team Batchimat here. We will talk about the Bruins. We will talk a little MMA. We're going to talk a little bit of everything. So. I did hit 11,000 streams, so I have to thank everybody that has continued to support. Honestly, the people that hit me up, that asked me if I was doing an episode, thank you very much because it keeps me motivated. It keeps me striving to keep giving you guys the sports content. Let's be honest. I love this sport. I love all the sports. All right. It's fantastic. So thank you so much to everybody. And once again, as I always say, go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. Check out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. You won't be disappointed. Team Batchamat will be here Wednesday. I love y'all. Go Brady.